people say almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. They say you're either famous or not famous. But it doesn't happen overnight. There's only a certain period of time when someone might be the next big thing. Before they start touring internationally. This is when you get to know the music before everyone else. This is Almost Famous with your host, John Shea. Good evening. Welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, introducing you to local music from bands and artists here on the South Shore, into the Boston area, and all over New England. We call this part of the show the Tiny Stage, because first, our sponsor is Tiny and Sons Glass, Route 53 in Pembroke, online at tinyandsons.com, and also because this is where you get to hear some live local music, unplugged and acoustic, from our tiny WATD studios. And tonight you're in for a real treat because we have Stoughton-based singer-songwriter Lori McKenna in studio. Her CD number, Doors, is out right now. Lori, good evening. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for finally coming down here. I've been trying to set this up for a while now, for a couple of years. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited for this. It took me that long to get here? I'm only half an hour away. What's going on with that? <laughs> so for those who might not know you, who is Lori McKenna? Oh, wow. I've never been asked that question before. That's, really? No. That's like... Kind of, uh, let me think about that. I am uh, a girl from Stoughton, married, five children, write songs for a living. That's about it. <laughs> All right, sounds sounds good. That's it in a nutshell. In a nutshell, there you go. And if you could tell us a little bit about your your story, about how you kind of came to be who you are. Well, I started um, just doing open mics and you know um, playing my songs and. In our area here, you know, um, mostly in Easton, Massachusetts at the time, there was a a venue called the Blackthorn Tavern, and I did my first show there, and just sort of um, one thing at a time, you know, just writing songs in my my house when I put my kids to bed, and I put out a couple of records, and one of those records got in the hands of a publisher down in Nashville, and somehow ended up in Faith Hill's hands and I ended up with a publishing deal in Nashville and now I write for a publishing company down there. I've had a publishing deal for about eight or nine years now and I go to Nashville once a month and write songs and I write songs in my studio at home and put out my little records and that's about it. Fantastic. Can we hear a song? You sure can. What's first on your set list tonight? I was going to do a song called uh, The Time I've Wasted. All right. All the 
McKenna on the tiny stage here on 95.9 WATD. If you could share the story behind that song. Well, that song I wrote with um, two of my friends, my friend Liz Rose and my friend Jesse Walker um, in Nashville one night. As And my Nashville trips, I usually, I, I, I leave first thing like on a Monday morning and I'll come home on a Wednesday evening. So I'll, um, I'll get up at like 3.30 in the morning and take a 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. flight to Nashville. And um, and I'll write songs as much as I possibly can while I'm there because I always tell my publisher, like, mother of five, cannot be bored. Like, don't leave me by myself. <laughs> I don't need, <laughs> I don't need like, time to think. I just want to write songs. And uh, I think I wrote two songs that day. And uh, I went back. I always stayed with my friend Liz Rose. I went back to her house to finally go to sleep, like, 11 o'clock that night. And and Liz and Jesse were sitting there having a glass of wine, and they had each written two songs that day. And um, and they played me a song they had started, which was not that song, but it had the line, All the Time I've Wasted on You, in it. And I, I just said, I don't want to... You guys can finish that song. It's beautiful. Finish it up. But we have to write a song called All the Time I've Wasted on You. So that's what we did. Excellent. Sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm a big fan, obviously. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Now, the new CD, that's the number the first track off the new CD, which is called Number Doors. Is that in stores now? 
It is. It's it's in stores, as in it's um, online. It's online, and it's in my the trunk of my car. Uh, so if I do a show, <laughs> I will sell you one. But as far as stores go, uh, it's not. It's not. There's a store in Nashville that has it, and I think that's about it. And it's LoriMcKenna.com. L O R I M C K E N N A for more information on all of her albums. Yeah, it's all up there. It's all up there somewhere. <laughs> awesome. Now, in addition to being a solo artist, you also write for other people, right? Yeah, I do. So or that's, write with other people. I mean, that's my thing now is I sort of, you know, as far as being an, you know, an artist at this point, you have, you have the singing part, you have the playing part, the musician part, and you have the writing part. And um, of all those things, the writing part is, is my favorite. It's like the thing that keeps me up at night and the thing that, you know, will wake me up too early in the morning uh, is the idea of, of trying to write a song. And, and um and 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 it's like the thing that I'll always want to do, no matter no matter what. And um, so, so someone like me finding an outlet is sort of you know it's been a blessing in the way that you know I get to write with other great writers and I get to sort of write all the time. You know, if you're just um, it's it's sometimes nice to write a song with somebody else in mind because you can sort of step away from yourself and and whatever's going on in your own life. Um, when you when you think, all right, let's try to write this from someone else's perspective, and that's kind of what fed this album, um, Number Doors, because it's it's the first album I've made where it's there's a lot of story songs in there. There's a lot of other people's stories in there. I've, I've been a sort of a self-absorbed artist um, up until this point, and and trying to write from another person's perspective has been a great um, a great lesson for me in writing. Well, I have to say, you know, ever since I received the CD from your publicist, it's been in my CD player basically nonstop. I love every song on here. It's it's a great CD, and it's definitely Thank worth you. picking up. Thank you. I mean, it was a bit of an experiment in that way that it was just sort of, you know, I, my other records have been pretty personal, um, and this one was a little bit of an experiment in that way where it wasn't quite as personal. So, awesome. Now, who could you talk about some of the collaborations you've made recently? Um, as far as other um, songs, as far as as far as songs that you are available to other people, um, well, I know for example you had the number two country song right last year with Hunter Hayes. Hunter Hayes, I wrote um, a song with him called "I Want Crazy" uh, that I wrote with Hunter and Troy Virgis, um, and it was um, you know it was just one of those days where you have a writing appointment in town, and and and, uh, and Hunter's a friend, and I've gone on the road writing. So I've written a bunch of songs with Hunter. And, and Troy too, and um, and they are so great together because they wrote "Wanted" together, and they are just like two two of the best guitar players you can get in a room. Um, those guys, and so that was a day. Uh, the day we wrote that song, I was I was the lucky person in the room that day because I was lucky to be there for sure. It was a a real a real blessing that song. It's just been a great adventure. Fantastic, Laura McKenna's on our tiny stage tonight. Here on WATD, what's next on your set list tonight? So um, I was well. I'm going to change this guitar. Is that all right? That's fine. That? Let me mute your button here. Okay. Um, if you if um, talking about other artists here, if you if you don't mind, I can play a song that um, a, a little Big Town cut and is on their new record. That, I'd love it. All right. Um, let's see. Yeah, that new album's doing fantastic. Well, they they're just um, they they're they're just the nicest people. Um, honestly, the nicest people you'd ever meet, and. Um, and they, um, I, I've written a bunch with them too. I had we had some songs on their last record, and um, and you know I, I I just I just love what they do. And let's see if I can do this. I have I've never played this live, but there we have um, 
I have this little writing group that I write with called the Love Junkies, and it's myself and Liz Rose and Hillary Lindsay, and the three of us write songs together. We sort of sit for three days at a time and write songs together. And, um, and, and we call ourselves the Love Junkies. And we, had, we have three songs in the new Little Big Town record. One that we wrote with them, with, with um, Karen Fairchild and Kimberly from, from the band. And, and this one that we wrote right before they got there. And it's called Girl Crush. So I'll try it out. How's that? Go for it. <laughs> well, I got a girl crush. Hate to admit it, but I got a heart rush. Ain't slowing down. I got it real bad. Want everything she has. That's smiling at midnight laugh. She's giving you now. Cause they taste like you I wanna drown myself in a bottle of her McKenna on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Girl Crush, what's the story behind that song? Um, that song, so I, I wrote it with Liz, Rose, and Hillary Lindsay, and like I said, we sit around for three days at a time, and we, we start in the morning over coffee, and we don't 
finish until everyone's asleep. Like, we just keep going and going and going, and we have food brought in. And uh, and that song, I woke up the second day um, of writing. I woke up, and, and Liz and I were the, were the first two up, and I, I, I was sitting at the kitchen table, and I said, Liz, we, we have to write a song called Girl Crush. And she was like, no way. I'm not writing a song called Girl Crush forget the idea and I'm like no I think it can be good and I'm pitching her this idea she's making breakfast or something and she's like drop it I'm not doing it like no way and uh so Hillary comes down you know a little bit later and when we we breakfast we get our guitars out and I'm like Hillary we have to write a song called Girl Crush and she literally started singing it (laughs) I swear to God she was like I got a girl crush. And then Liz was like, oh, this is a great idea. <laughs> so that's how that one started. Sometimes you have to throw, you know, the song title, you know, out as many. You know, sometimes people, they don't get it at first. You have to just be a little bit persistent <laughs> to get your point across. Now, when you're writing for somebody else, do you do you know it in advance that that song is going to be for somebody else? No, I mean, that song, literally, we wrote it the day that we were writing with Karen and Kimberly. We were They were, they were coming in at like 5 o'clock to write with us. And we wrote it that morning. And when they got there, they were like, what are y'all writing? You know, what have you been up to? Drinking wine and writing songs. And, and we played it for them. And, we're, and Liz played it for them. And she said, there's no way you'll cut this song, but we have to play it for you. And Karen just loved it. So it was one, that, that's like one of the craziest things. Like sometimes the songs that you think, you know, are too personal or you think nobody's going to understand it but you. Um, those are the ones that people identify with. Those are the ones that people reach for. And it's always, you know, sometimes it's just crazy. That's awesome. Um, in the studio tonight, uh, earlier we had Krista Gennadyk talking about an upcoming show, but she's still here. And she had a question, if you don't mind, that she wants to ask you. Oh, sure thing. <laughs> Hi, Lori. Hi. Hi. You sound beautiful. Um, I guess I this is coming from an artist that uh, does not co-write often, and that's not anything against co-writing it just hasn't really happened organically for me which i feel like sometimes or i feel like songwriting should be but i'm just curious um do you have any songs that you have written by yourself and just don't really i guess you don't really put out there for people to grab at you know what i mean like you kind of just it's just so personal that you just you like just a song you want to keep for yourself yeah yeah i mean i think i've definitely written songs that i you know, sometimes we can't judge them ourselves, I don't think. Um, I think that, you know, at the end of the day, it's 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 a three-and-a-half or four-minute song that you, you took the time to write, and, and sometimes you see it one way, but, but somebody else can, can hear it and see something really magical in it that you didn't intend that you, or you didn't realize that somebody else would even see in it. Sometimes we have to... I think we have to share them before they're they're even done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I agree with you as far as when I first start. I you know I started writing songs when I was like thirteen, and I didn't co-write a song until I was thirty-six. Oh wow! So um, you know I think that I agree with you in the way that you you want songs to 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 come organically. You want it to always come from like an emotional space yeah, or yeah. an artistic space in your in your in your heart mm-hmm. but they can they can come that way even when um even if it's like i said earlier like for an exercise like if you if you sit down tomorrow morning or something and you think all right i'm gonna write a song that you know um that you know this person would identify with and, and it will stretch your i think it will stretch you know how we write it will stretch our abilities and and i learned years ago that 
I used to think, you know, if you're talented, you're talented, and you, your talent is your talent. And I've learned from myself and from watching my friends that if you really work on anything, you can get better at it. Mm -hmm. And you really, um, you can really surprise yourself by, by writing something that you think is for yourself that will really sort of save somebody else. You can, you, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. That's why... You know, we have a guitar in our hands and, mm -hmm. and have B rhymes or <laughs> the ability to rhyme. That's what it's for. But I do, I mean, I've had songs that, um, that I didn't think anybody would like. And, um, you know, maybe played them because I felt like it at the time. And mm -hmm. then somebody will come up to me and say, you know, that they understood it. So That's awesome. That's, That's why, great, I, why I love music. Yeah, I know. It's why I love music, too. I mean... Um, here, if you don't mind, I'll play you this song that I don't even know where it came from. Um, and it sort of haunted me. It sort of chased me around the house. I tried not to write it. Well, I'll try, I'll try this one. How's this? Go for it.
Laurie McKenna on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Sounding amazing tonight. Nice job. Could you tell us the story behind that song? I swear, it chased me around the house for like three days. That's what I, you said. That sounds cool. Like, I I have, wonder, I'm curious to know what happened. Well, I had the title, uh, Number Doors, just because, you know, as musicians, we, we stay in our, our fair share of hotels and, and we drive, you know, at 2 o'clock in the morning on our way home from shows and we drive by the you know, the scary-looking motels and think, who's staying in there? And, um, you know, as storytellers and as as, as songwriters, um, I think every time I stay in a, in a hotel, I think, you know, I make up a story in my head about who's across the hall and all that stuff. Um, so I had the title, Number Doors, and, um, and I started to write it, and I got the borrowed dress, nobody wanted back, and I was like, oh, I like this. Okay, it'll be about some girl. We'll make it about you know, some wedding, weddings, you know, honeymoons happen in number doors. And and then it just went south from there. You know, once I got past the second verse, it, it just seemed like it wanted to go where it went. And um, so I put it down and I was like, nobody's going to like this song. Like this is, you know, I, I love sad songs and this is even a little, you know, too sad for me. So <laughs> I tried not to write it. And then, you know, every time I had like a, a quiet moment at home cooking dinner or something, it would just come back like... It wanted the to song be haunted you. It literally did, and it's funny. My son David, my my youngest son, is his name is David. He's ten, and we made a video for that song. And my twenty year old son helped me shoot this video. And and when we watched the video when it was edited, David said, "Why does it have to end so sad?" And I was like, "I don't know. It just it just had to." <laughs> well, what I love about that song is the opening line is the closing line. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it worked both ways, you know. Um, and 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 that was just a lucky mistake, you know, that it that it ended, that it worked both ways, um, you know, for him to be walking her down that aisle, you know. So. That's awesome. We have to take a time out here for a commercial break, but we'll be back with more of Lori McKenna on the Tiny Stage here on ninety five nine. W-A-T-D. John Shea and Lisa Azizian. So equally effective for an eczema, rashes from dermatitis, and other minor skin irritation. So soothing and irritation-free. And you can get both without a prescription. You're listening to Almost Famous. Really effective and costs a lot less. On 95.9 W-A-T-D. 95.9 W-A-T-D. We have Lori McKenna on the tiny stage tonight here on the South Shores radio station. She's sounding great. Lori, how are you holding up in there? I'm doing good. <laughs> we have a phone call coming in tonight. Somebody wants to say hi to you. Caller, what's your name? Hi, this is Jill Fleming. Hi, Jill Fleming. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You sound great. Thank you very much. Now, this uh, is Jill Fleming, the singer-songwriter, right? Yes, this is her. Okay. <laughs> Jill actually um, recorded with Joe Merrick, who's out in the hallway. Oh, wow. Joe's his producer, so it's all a small world. Full circle tonight. We're all together now. (laughs) John, I think you first got my CD at one of Lori's shows, didn't you? I did on your Rock and Blues cruise with Liz Longley. Jill Fleming's mom came running across the ship and handed me a CD. (laughs) I love that. That's awesome. You did not. Was Jill there? Were you there? Oh, no, I wasn't was old enough at the time. Oh, my God, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. So, do you have a question for Lori tonight, Jill? I do. Um, actually, when you played the Little Big Town song, it reminded me of it. Um, I went to their show in August in Cohasset. Uh-huh. Um, 
and you played at the end there. I did. And I, miss, I missed the first half of the song. What song did you play there? Do you remember? Um, you know, uh, they're the nicest. <laughs> Little Big Town, this is proof that they're the nicest people in the whole world. Is I went to see the show, um, you know, because they're friends, and um, and they were, you know, right down the street from my house, and I was home. And so I went to hang out with them, and, and um, I had just written that song. It's called Humble and Kind, and I was going to play it later on. Um, and I had just written it, and they, they got they got a work tape or a demo of it. And I, I came in, and Karen was like, oh, my God, you have to sing Humble and Kind tonight. I'm like, I'm not singing any songs at your show. <laughs> this is like a little big time show. <laughs> and, um, and then we, you know, they, they had just gotten mixes of the record. And, you know, like I said, we have a couple songs on there. So they were playing me mixes of the record and, and just hanging out. And then right before they went on stage, they were like, you're going to come up and do humble and kind at the end of the show i'm like i don't even have a guitar and it's in dadgad and and uh they were like we have people that can fix that so the guitar tech just had a guitar ready for me and i couldn't believe they did it i couldn't b- believe that they you know they had heard the song like once and uh they sang it with me and um it was such a moment that, that it's just proof right there that they're the most selfless and wonderful people ever <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a great song. Well, thank you. I was going to play it later on. I'll play it on my other guitar. <laughs> oh, awesome. Can't wait. Thank right, you. Jill. Thanks, Thanks for Jill. calling in. All right. Yeah. Talk to you soon. <laughs> 95.9 WHD. I love it when fans check in. That's nice, isn't it? It was a fun, a weird experience to have somebody, you know, that I have no idea who she is come running across the ship and hand me a CDR that just said Jill Fleming on it. That's and so I loved fun. It. Well, she knew who you were. Yeah. So. <laughs> See, mothers can be very helpful in that way. Yes, they can. <laughs> What's next on your set list tonight? Well, I was going to do, um, I told you that I've been married a long time. I've been married 26 years, coming up like next week. Congratulations. 26 years, thank you. Same person, married to the same person the whole time. Straight, like all in one consecutive. <laughs> um, so so I have become very confident in my, um, in, uh, it's probably a bad way to be, but I've, I've become very confident um in, in the way that I feel like I can write a song every now and then that will be helpful to to men. So, you know, if they listen carefully, then maybe they'll get something out of it. Um, Is that a hint? Yeah. No, I mean, not specifically. I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. <laughs> but no, um, this one came about, again, from the title, and I just wrote it in my, in my dining room one day waiting for school to get out. It's called All a Woman Wants.
On the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD. Sounding awesome. Another song off the new album, Number Doors, which is one of my new favorite CDs, easily. Oh, thank you. Sure thing. And I'm not kidding. I really <laughs> love this album. Now, this album, it sounds like it was recorded live. Was it recorded live? It was. Okay. It was. And I've, um, you know, I made the last two records that way um, with Marcarelli. And, and the last record we made was Massachusetts. And that was a full band recorded live. And it was honestly super stressful <laughs> to be very honest um and it, it 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 sort of took a lot of work and um a lot of takes you know to get five people rolling you know at the same time um in a way that that you want to put down on a record um this was just mark difference. and i it doesn't makes a big difference i can hear you know it sounds yeah. more personal it sounds more like you know in your face than we were gonna make an ep album. it was mark and i yeah and mark produced the last record and he he produced this one and we were just going to do five songs and um and mark said let's just sit side by side like we do on you know every show and mark would be here with me tonight you you know normally he's sitting right beside me so um we just you know put some microphones up and you know the engineer worked his magic and and we just we did all five songs in the first day so we just went back the second day and did five more excellent and again your website is lauriemckenna.com the new album is on there for purchase as well as your previous albums i have to say um we mentioned um the lorraine album off air that's another one of my favorite albums there's some great stuff on there um that was was that the album that that came right after the uh, the faith hill success um well, the album that came right after that would have been Unglamorous. Unglamorous. Yeah. Um, and then I think um, I think that was the album after, would have been the next album after Unglamorous. And that was sort of made by mistake, too. You know, we, we went in to do, again, an, an EP just to do a, a few songs. And um, it sort of grew into a, a whole record. And that was the record that sort of... Um, was sort of proof to me, like we were all talking about earlier, was sort of proof to me that that you can write something that's so so specific to your emotions and so specific to your story. And and the song Lorraine, you know, it it it's a song that I wrote about my mom whose name was Lorraine and um and, you know, I I, I that was a song that, you know, you don't expect to leave the kitchen. It's sort of, you know, I just wrote it for myself you know to make myself feel better and um and i ended up putting it on the record and and that's the song that somebody comes up to me every night after a show and says you know that it reminded them of their mother or um it it reminded them of something else and it's so it's it, there's nothing universal about that song other than the fact that it's about love and love is always universal i guess so that's awesome can we hear the song sure <laughs> smells like orange peels her stomach turns like a spinning wheel took the baby down in a 
Sounding amazing tonight on the tiny stage on 95.9 WATD. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming down tonight. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Now, you mentioned you've been married for, what do you say, 26 years? Yes. 
And I just learned something tonight um, from Joe Merrick. Uh, you're saving a marriage tonight. I what? What now? <laughs> I am. How did that happen? Well, well, the story goes. <laughs> all right. So, I, I got the chance to play with Carol King a few months back, and it was told to me that I could not bring any spouses or any guests. Uh, but when I got there, all the band members had brought their wives and. <laughs> And they were all taking pictures and, you know, meeting Carol King and this big whole thing. And she was at home sort of uh, watching it all unfold on, on Facebook and has, has tried to forgive me. And I said, ah, ah you got to meet your, your, she's just a true fan of yours. And so I'm trying to redeem myself. And she looked at me and she says, okay, you redeemed yourself. Oh, really? Yeah. That's amazing. I think, well, she's being really nice, first of all. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm no Carol King. But- <laughs> If I play you a song, maybe it'll help, though, okay. a little bit more. <laughs> thank you. Well, you sound, you sound gr- amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, it's it's so nice to be here. Um, Carol King, though, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah that was. Carol King. Yeah, that was great. She was awesome. Really nice, too. Oh, I bet. That's yeah. like that's like a, a bucket list um, yeah. person yeah. to meet right there. That's, I mean, I grew up on, on, you know, that's what I grew up on was singer-songwriters. Like, mm. you know, I always say, you know, Massachusetts, like when you write songs in the, you know, you, I hang around a lot in Nashville, and I always tell people like Massachusetts, you don't understand, like James Taylor and Jesus. That's like how it works <laughs> up, up in like it, where we where we are. You know, that's 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 royalty right there. Okay? Absolutely, okay, that's royalty. Well, I'll sing you a song. Maybe that will help too. Thank we'll you. <laughs> Is that all right, John? If I sing another one right Go now, for it. You probably have to do something. You probably have other plans. <laughs> Nobody throws rice anymore Walking out those chapel doors But the limo's dragging empty beer cans And your heart is full of small town
Laurie McKenna on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Sounding awesome as always. Could you tell us the story behind that song? Well, I think it was my, my 25th wedding anniversary, and I had to write something. So uh, I'm not very good at, at straight-up love songs, so that's the way it came out. Um, there's love in there, though, right? It's, 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 kinda, it's like your practical love song, I think. I can see that. <laughs> we have to take a final timeout, but after this break, we'll have a quick concert calendar update and then do you have a few more songs left in you sure thing all right laura mckenna on the tiny stage here on 95.9 w-a-t-d we're going to turn things back over to laura mckenna on the tiny stage tonight we have room for about two more songs tonight so what do you uh what's the second to last song going to be tonight so i was going to play that song that jill was talking about here um uh your caller jill So I, I wrote this a, a few months ago, and it, it, it didn't make that record that I, that I put out because um, cause it, 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 that's always the way after you make a record, you always you always write a song that you wish you know could have been included on, on that record. That's sort of how it goes. But I, I think I told you that I have a bunch of kids. So I have five children, my husband and I. We have five kids, and, and they're, they're, they're spaced very carefully. Uh, but the, the youngest is 10, the oldest is 25. So I tried to write a song that they some, they there was something in there that they could all sort of need to, they all needed to hear at some point or another. And the easiest way to do that sometimes to get my kids to listen is just write it down in a rhyme and a chord progression. So that's what this song is, how it started. It's called Humble and Kind. All right. Thank you. You know there's a light that glows by the front door. Don't forget the keys under the map. Childhood stars shine Always stay humble and kind Go to church cause your mama says to Visit grandpa every chance that you can It won't be a waste of time Always stay humble and
It's hot, eat a root beer popsicle Shut off the AC and roll the windows down And let the summer sun shine Always stay humble and kind Don't take for granted the love this life gives you When you get where you're going, turn right back around And help the next one in line Always stay humble and kind Laurie McKenna here on 95.9 WATD. Awesome. Thank you. Just Thank awesome. You. Like nobody's breathing in the studio right now. <laughs> My kids aren't listening. Probably aren't listening though. That's the only problem. With that, so. <laughs> Lori, do you have any shows coming up? Um, you know, I do. I, the 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 next shows that I have around here are at at Passim and Harvard Square um, in December. I always do the the weekend right before Christmas. I do a run of shows at Passim. Um, and I've been I trying to make it to those shows for years. Maybe yeah, this the, is the year I'll finally make it there. Well, you should. This is a, the 11th year I've done it. And uh, usually it's three nights, and the first night we do cover songs. The second night is a band show, and the third night is solo. And we do two sh- shows a night. So it's a t- usually, for me, a total of six shows. And um, I'm passing the cover baton to uh, to Rose Cousins, and I'm not doing the cover show this year. So I'm doing Saturday and Sunday night. I think it's um, the 20th and the 21st. What's the best one to go to? Um, the band show, probably. Um, you know, and it's funny because of this record is an acoustic record. I, we haven't done one show this year with the full band, so it's always like sort of you know, it's always like a family reunion when I can when I can play with with all all those guys. They're they're amazing. My band is we have we have such great musicians around here. We have some of the best players I've ever seen in my whole life that live right around us you know that we're we're so lucky to be in a community like we have here amen to that yeah and so it's always a great thing when i get to play with all those guys so what are you taking us home with tonight i'm gonna leave you with uh my adult lullaby um <laughs> that i wrote again with hillary uh Lindsay and liz rose and this was um another morning um and i think we were all we may have had a little bit too much red wine the night before and riding with these girls just so you know Everything is a song. And I I was sitting at um, the kitchen table, and Liz has these old Gibsons laying around her house. You know, she has, like, four beautiful vintage guitars, and one of them was in the kitchen, and I picked it up, and I and I started playing this, which ended, which ended up being um, the song called Starlight. All right, I'm going to swap places here with Pete Black and let you take us home. Thank Thanks you so for much for coming. Me. Thank you so much. Well, the dog is barking, the coffee is cold And I didn't sleep last night The day is still young, but I'm one more day old These kitchen towels used to be white Oh, starlight, star bright What the hell? Same 
up on you, oh star.